Hello, everyone. I'm Contessa of Wrestling.com, joined by John Clark today to talk about WWE Monday Night Raw, the day, uh, two days after day one. John, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good for uh, kicking off the new year, and it was a pretty good show, better than what we ended on. So I think, uh, well, I don't think, but I hope it's a, a sign of things to come. There's definitely a lot to be excited about. Uh, I did I did the day one post show uh, review yesterday. Um, you know, definitely some feelings of frustration and yeah, maybe some concern just in the general sense. But here we are to you to talk about Raw. Before we do, just want to uh, say this show, like everything we do here, is available on all of our platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, our podcast, whatever it be, we've got you covered. Now, John, we might as well. I mean, I guess the, the might as well just dive right in. We had the main event, and really the whole, you know, the, as, a, as I always say, you know, the bookends of the show, we had the show start with uh, the new WWE champion, Brock Lesnar, and ended with the Fatal 4-Way match to determine his new contender for the uh, the Royal Rumble later this month. So I we didn't get to your thoughts about uh, Lesnar winning in the first place. So let's start there, John. Saturday, day one. Brock Lesnar uh, entered into the WWE title match when Roman Reigns uh, test positive for COVID. Uh, so definitely a major pivot there. And uh, we wound up having Lesnar win the title. Now he's on Raw on Monday. And supposedly, uh, as he said at the very end of Raw tonight, he'll be on SmackDown on Friday. So uh, definitely some uh, curiosity about what Lesnar will be doing. But first and foremost, what did you think about Brock Lesnar winning the title on Saturday and kind of heading off in this, before Saturday, this uh, unexpected direction. I loved it. I have been saying for a while that Big E needed to drop the title. His run was kind of lackluster in a sense. Uh, however, uh, even when he was added to the match, I didn't pick him to win. I thought that would have been like kind of like too obvious in a way. Uh, so I, I, I stuck with my original pick of Seth Rollins, but... Obviously, that didn't happen. But all things said and done, what ended up happening in the end, uh, I think that Lesnar has just been really good since he returned. He seems to be enjoying it more, acting more like himself, getting opportunities to talk. Uh, I always hear these people saying, you know, he's a part-timer. Part-timer shouldn't be champion. In a sense, he's a part-timer. But when he is on the show, when he is a champion, he pretty much is a full-timer at that point. Sort of like Edge. When Edge comes for his three- or four-month runs, he's he's full-time during during that span. And then he goes away. I'm fine with Lesnar being the champion if he's going to stay the entire time. I don't want him doing what he did before, being the champion, and then he's gone for two months. And then he comes right. back and he's still champion. Now, right. that I have an issue with. But uh, him winning the title, I was fine with it. I was happy with it. Uh, and, yeah. That was okay. Yeah, and, and I think I feel much better about it now than I did on Saturday and uh, subsequently when, when I was talking about on the day one show yesterday. Uh, even with the kind of the solid prediction that they would they would do Lesnar versus Lashley now that it is a reality for the Royal Rumble uh, coming out of the show tonight with the main event, I feel more uh, more excited about that. And on top of all that, we started the show tonight with Lesnar, not just Lesnar, but the, the, the lights go out. And Paul Heyman's in the ring. And Paul Heyman uh, officially, you know, realigns with Brock Lesnar, says that he is once again the advocate for Brock Lesnar. Lesnar comes out, and Heyman cuts this promo about, you know, how he was you know, pulling the strings. He, he set this all up. National mentions here that Brock is a free agent, and Heyman uh, orchestrated that back around the draft time. And Heyman also was resp responsible for 
uh, getting Lesnar into the title match in the first place here. So clearly Lesnar doing a very good job as the advocate in that sense. Uh, one, th- I mean, one thing took me told, um, took me out of the promo a little bit. Paul Heyman, very controversial line. I pulled up someone that t- tweeted the exact line that it was. So uh, in addition to hyping up Lesnar and his title win, Heyman took a chance to uh, to kind of point out that you know Roman Reigns is not here right now. And he didn't just say that. He said, one week without me as special counsel, Rowan Reigns already has COVID. You can get over the Rona, but karma can be real bitchy. John, I love Paul Heyman as a performer. I think he is like the, the best hype man in wrestling, uh, one of the best managers in wrestling. This, I thought, was in fairly poor taste. And I, I can see the one side of it saying, oh, they're trying to kind of you know, incorporate in the storyline and, and try and make the, again, make the most of a, of a bad situation. That's what they do. I don't, I don't, I didn't really care for this. You know, it just, especially with the, with the, with the way of the world right now, I thought it was a pretty poor taste, but um, didn't ruin the whole promo. Didn't ruin the whole promo. I don't want to knock the whole thing. I thought it was a very, very good promo. Uh, Lesnar, Lesnar said uh, he asked the crowd to acknowledge him. So very clearly uh, we are still kind of, um, planting some seeds for Lesnar and Reigns down the road. There was there have been reports that that's still the plan, maybe for WrestleMania. Someone commented a couple minutes ago, predicting or wondering if they're going to be uh, unifying the men's and women's titles for WrestleMania. In this case, Lesnar and Reigns could uh, enter the show as the champions and do that. I think that's one possibility. But uh, before we talk about the main event here, what do you think about this promo from, uh, from Heyman and Lesnar uh, kind of... Uh, reuniting and joining forces once again as the advocate and the beast uh as i said uh, on twitter there i thought that paul Heyman continues to be just absolute gold on the mic taking shots at everybody just not just roman but kevin owens seth rollins bobby lashley biggie everybody uh and while while i did say lesnar has been really good since he came back Heyman has also been on top of his game lately now, the segment itself may, might have been a little longer than it needed, needed to be. I think it was like 16, 17 minutes. But overall, I thought it was really good. Um, <laughs> I think we've reached the point where Heyman, he he, he he doesn't give bad promos. It's like he just doesn't. Like that's It's like when the, like when the Miz talks, like you know it's going to be good. Even the promo might not be good, but the words coming out of his mouth make sense. Paul Heyman's the same way. Um, I thought... At the beginning, too, when, like, the lights were dark and they come back on, I thought, is there something going on? Like, why are the lights just off randomly? And then they come on and Heyman's in there. And I knew at that point he was going to realign himself. But I thought the way they did it was great. Uh, I, I didn't I, I didn't take issue with the, the jab at, at, at Roman having the coronavirus. We've seen before where... I mean, hell, I think they, they took a job when he had cancer, too, if I'm not mistaken. At one point, they they basically referenced that. It was Corbin, I think, that did that. Yeah. And, and this, I mean, I get, in a sense, it's not as bad in a way, but then it is at the same time. But uh, I didn't take issue with it. Now, of course, God forbid, if something happened to him, and then, of course, after he said this, then it was like, okay, take a step back. But... Uh, they're being proactive. I would assume they know like that he's probably doing okay. He's a healthy middle-aged man. Uh, he does have underlying conditions, obviously, but um, the the rest of the promo besides that, uh, you know, just taking shots about uh, 
basically confirming his realignment with, with Lesnar, I think, is fine. How will Heyman potentially work, though, with working with a babyface? He hasn't done that in a while. Not sure. We'll see, uh, especially now that they're going to be doing, a, I guess, three more three more Raws with a clear-cut match feud they're building up to that people wanted to see at WrestleMania like last year. Thought maybe we'd get it this year, but now we're getting it here. I mean, it's, it's only been one night, and the Royal Rumble was already turning into a fabulous card. Uh, so we'll see what, what, what – I mean, obviously I don't want to say main event because typically the main event will be the men's match, but who knows? Uh, I think this has the potential to be a very, very good match. But, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think this is, uh, as we've been talking about, even as one was just a possibility, we've said, or at least I've said before, it's one of the few real kind of like dream matches they've got left at this point. They haven't done it before as a singles match. Lashley has been saying for years he's wanted to face Lesnar, and the cards never really aligned the right way. And now, uh, especially, you know, uh, as a, as a, very very good silver lining to the roman reign situation to everything else going on um this is a pretty darn good constellation prize for the fans who want to see reigns and lesnar anyway knowing that could be happening down the uh not too 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 far down the road anyway a dj i want to keep hammering the point on it but a good comment here at least in his opinion saying wwe should not have allowed the COVID 19 line from Heyman, given what's given what's going on all over the world, but again, the John, as you had said, they had used uh, Reigns' battle of leukemia at one point. So, you know, it's not. It wasn't even like a surprise in a way. It was more just like yeah, I, it didn't really sit right with me. But don't want to uh, hammer on that too much. Instead, let's look forward here as we've been talking about Lashley and Lesnar. Eddie Zahari is saying it's a blockbuster match. Sixteen years in the making. I mean, these guys have been top stars in WWE and wrestling in in the MMA world. Um, this is one, this is one, even like before it was even a distinct possibility. I mean, Lesnar left for several years. Last year it was doing, it was an impact for several years. So it, it was off the table for a while. Uh, and then again, it was back on the table, but just even with Lesnar and Lashley being there, they're doing other things. Now we can find, it's finally here. It's going to happen. This is a great way, I think, to have the Royal Rumble be, um, a, a top level show. It's like, this is a great way to ensure, Hey, the rumble is a big four show. Like it is a special show. We're going to put a special match on it. Uh, and we'll talk about, it. but no, another special match they'll be doing at Royal rumble as well. So can't complain with that one. I like it a lot. Uh, you mentioned having the question about Heyman and uh, Lesnar with this kind of new uh, face heel kind of thing going on here. At the same time, we do know it's going to be Bobby Lashley facing Lesnar. DJ is asking, you know, it, it feels like they're kind of pushing Lashley as a face as well. Then you've already got Lesnar as like a borderline face. So, you know, how would that really work, especially with MVP being a pretty cool heel? Definitely a pretty interesting kind of combination of personalities here. Um, he's asking about maybe removing MVP. Um, I mean, I, I think this this unit will definitely be at its best form if they have Lesnar and Lashley having both MVP and Heyman, respectively, uh, alongside them. Um, and I think they can kind of play with some of the gray area and not doing just traditional heel face kind of stuff. But John, what do you think? I mean, you, you mentioned again, the uncertainty about Heyman working with a face here in Lesnar. So how do you see these kind of things kind of unfolding, uh, at least in the short-term future? Well, I think that Lashley hasn't particularly been built up as a baby face. I think if he has, that's certainly not going to be the case anymore. I mean, Lesnar could pull a swerve and then turn heel. I mean, it's pretty easy for him to do that. I don't think it would be the best idea right now, but uh, especially with Roman being a heel and, and you need Lesnar to be that strong babyface. We'll see what they do Friday with that. But 
this is this is a match that a lot of people have been waiting a long time for. And I think they're going to make this a big deal over the next couple weeks and um, put on a great match with a great bill. I, I, I don't think anybody has to worry about that. I think they'll, they, they, they'll clearly define what they want ahead of time. Yeah. And it's just sitting here today. It's just interesting. I think about, um, again, Lesnar being kind of a, a bit of a tweener at this point and uh, DJ playing out that actually got some cheers tonight. So not necessarily being pushed as a face so much, but maybe just, uh, just judging those reactions there. Like you're just kind of like, like you're just saying, Stephen Chambers saying it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great match. He's picking uh, Brock to retain. I think that's a safe bet. I think, you know, they could do any number of things to kind of, uh, to get there, Herman Dakar predicting we might we might see Roman help Lashley win the title, possible. But I I think at this point, um, oh, I just, I, I'm seeing some like some buzz at least about this champion versus champion kind of thing for WrestleMania. I think there's something to be said for that. That could be very very fun. Um, but regardless, it's gonna be very 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 big match here. Definitely gl- glad to have it on the Rumble card, making it a very big show. Um, but on the flip side, he's still here. This is a great consolation prize for. Uh, just fans in general, but of course, you know, I talked about this yesterday. Harmon saying, is, Am I the only one that feels bad for Biggie? No, no, no. I still feel very bad for Biggie. Biggie cut a promo tonight, and this man is either a great actor or he was like seriously, rightfully bummed out about losing his title. He was saying, You know, you know, in, in so many words, it was a setback. But he wasn't going to sit around and mope about it. And then he just amped on the passion, like, No, he's going to fight. He's going to take back what, what's his. There you go. This is like a fighting champion, even if he's not the champion anymore. One of the better promos I can recall seeing from Big E. Um, so I thought that was a great promo from him. But now coming out of this match here, he's not going to get the rematch of all Rumble. And now I'm left wondering what he's going to do next. And I still don't know what that is. That was one of my big thoughts coming out of the, the, the I guess, what they call now the premium live event, if you will, um, of at day one. It's like, what what's Big E going to do if we're going to be doing Lashley and Lesnar? Uh, and then even beyond that, um, supposedly Lashley reigns. It feels like Biggie's in a bit of a limbo, and I think that's pretty unfortunate. Steven's saying we could see Biggie win the Royal Rumble, maybe to get him back in the title picture. Uh, Herman predicting maybe Biggie Rollins. I'm just struggling to think about the the best path forward for Biggie coming out of this title loss. Yeah, I'm curious to hear uh, what you think about that, John, because I think that's one of the biggest questions coming out of all this. Uh, I think more than likely he's going to do one of those stories where he's like chasing the title back. Although, remember when Drew dropped the title and he did that thing where he was kind of trying to chase it back to finally get an opportunity of the of course they lost anyway. I think we might see something similar. Uh, I, I, I don't know if it's just me, but I, I, I think Biggie and Lashley would like make a good team. No, I've been that go around a lot lately, yeah. That's probably not going to happen, but this seeing them work together the past couple of weeks has been impressive, to say the least. But I don't think there's going to be any immediate plans for him. I suspect he'll be in the Rumble, get eliminated maybe in the later stages. Remember, like, how Kane used – Kane was always in the Final Four, and he always got eliminated. I think Biggie could be that guy where he's in, like, the Final Three or Four, and then he gets eliminated by somebody. So I, I don't – have any immediate ideas or predictions of what he's going to do well regardless you know i thought again the very least the promo promo from tonight was was great was kind of proof or no, if not proof another reminder hey this guy this guy's great he deserves 
the very best as, as a character, as a performer uh, here in WWE today. DJ saying it was a fantastic promo. None of the usual fun-loving stuff we're used to seeing. I mean, we've been seeing this more serious side pretty consistently throughout his title reign here, and it made all sense in the world to have him like be dejected, but also determined here tonight uh, to get his title back. Some predictions, though, with Herman saying maybe we'll see Big E and Seth Rollins feud. I mean, we already have been kind of seeing that. And likewise, Brian saying maybe feud with Owens again. I mean, that's those are realistic, but we did just see those. So I'm thinking like, I wouldn't really want to see that in terms of like that's just kind of going back to going back to the well they had just just been drawing from. So I mean, could I could see it? Yes. Could it be entertaining? Yes. We I know mean, Owens and Rollins together, especially, have been great as this kind of like um, oddball team of of two backstabbers, but. Um, Again, maybe it's not realistic, but DJ agreeing with you, John, saying uh, Biggie and Lashley as a tag team, they could go for the tag titles. I mean, there's two legit powerhouses teaming up there. I think Booker T had said on one of his recent podcasts that he wants to see that. Um, they would be a very, very cool team. I, I can't can't even lie about that one. But on the flip side here, um, Nick Nick Devar, another option. Maybe Lashley beats Lesnar. Uh, Biggie wins the Rumble, and then you get rematch there again. Could happen. Well, those guys have feuded. Biggie won the title in the first place by by beating Lashley. Um, so I mean, yeah, I think that's realistic and possible, but not necessarily what do we want to see. Um, so I don't know. Maybe and then maybe uh, kind of likewise some questions about what Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins are going to do. Maybe they'll get involved with the title match, kind of hoping to you know stay involved in the title picture in general. Possible. Um, but overall, again, as I was saying, I think Biggie's improved a lot. Brian Never agreeing. He would love to see Biggie versus Lesnar. I feel like they'll run it back at some point. At some point, Biggie's got to get a rematch somehow. Um, even if it's not for the title, just facing Lesnar itself would be great for him. Um, so I, I hope the best for him. And I, I'm unfortunately, uh, like you, John, pretty uh, convinced he will be uh Again, I guess in, in limbo for the short term here. A lot of comments bring up maybe Biggie will enter the the U.S. title scene. Again, I, I guess that's a good segue into talking about the U.S. title scene here tonight because uh, that was part of the show here. We had Damian Priest facing Dolph Ziggler in a match um, for the U.S. title uh, where if Priest got disqualified to count out, he would lose the title. So this obviously coming after a couple of weeks where Damian uh, unleashed his inner Damian, as they, as they say. Uh, and he got disqualified against Ziggler. Uh, he just lost lost his temper. So obviously the big takeaway is that Damian needs some anger management. I said it before, I'll say it again. This, this whole like <sighs> angry Damian Priest kind of thing just, just isn't working for me. This match was a lot of fun. I liked it a lot. Dolph Ziggler, always very, very underrated. I thought this was a great match from Priest. There were several very good near falls to the point that Nash Kerr is saying that uh, Ziggler, she thought Ziggler was going to win. There was one point where Bobby Roode interfered, Robert Roode interfered and uh, like knocked Priest down. Ziggler hit uh, the famous sir and zigzag at two different points and like two very good near falls there. So I, they were definitely up points where I thought, uh, yeah, like they, they might give Ziggler the title just for, I don't know, just for, <laughs> I guess just for being unpredictable, but I thought this was a very good match. Was not at all surprised to see Priest win. I'm just saying there were some good near falls here. Uh, but yeah, Stephen Chambers saying not digging Priest. He needs some shock treatment. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I guess I would again I would give him some kind of like on-screen anger management therapy or something to get him back to the Priest of old. Brian Everett saying he misses the old Damon Priest. John, what do you think about this U.S. title match and uh, in general the the, the general uh, direction for for Priest here going up and tonight and moving forward? I thought it was a really good match, like you said. A lot of creative spots, close falls from both competitors. Uh, I did think Ziggler was going to come out with the win. 
as well at many points of the match, especially the end after the distraction where they were trying to get Priest to disqualify himself. That didn't happen. The interference was perfect because of the story they were trying to tell of him disqualifying himself. Uh, I still thought the match was, ended in a, on a positive note with Priest winning. That was probably the right decision, although this match kind of proved that, you know, Ziggler has been underutilized for a long time now. Uh, he has been kind of the main figure in his team with, with Robert Root as the Dirty Dogs, but they haven't done a whole lot. They had a, a, a couple parts of where they were tag champions and they were relevant or or Ziggler was in a, in a main feud with somebody, but hasn't been the case for a while. Man, I feel so bad for Robert Root, too. He hasn't done a whole lot, really at all, since coming up from NXT. Uh, otherwise, I would say... This was probably like just in-ring action. One of the matches of the night, if not number one. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I think it was definitely a reminder that uh, Ziegler is under, underutilized. Um, you know, and I, and I think that's... Just, it's weird, like, underutilized, but he's been there for so long. I guess maybe not, not utilized to his fullest potential, given when, when we see matches like this. Um, so Because you, you know he's always going to go out there and give you a good match. Same thing about uh, Robert Roode. Very, very underutilized, very, very underrated. Brian Everett's saying there, um, yeah, I, I think both guys, especially to me, especially Rude. I mean, he's someone that really, I feel, especially the past several years, has never really gotten a chance to to really shine as much as he can. Um, he can he can easily do on on the main roster. I think that's a shame. Um, Third dogs been together for, I think, at least like two years now, and this they haven't really done a whole. I mean, they have they've been tag team champions. They've been in the thick of things in the tag title scene. Uh, but maybe kind of coming out tonight, maybe, you know, at least on paper, it's worth thinking about them splitting up at some point. But yeah, I thought this was very, very good. He's underused, not agreeing. But uh, again, weird because it's like he's been there for so long. So he's, he's underused, but he's used a lot. It's a weird, like complicated thing there. Uh, but Ziggler did not take a title from Priest Snipe. Eddie Zahari is wondering who will. Again, we've talked about it in just a couple weeks now. have to think that it's got to be Austin Theory at some point, sooner than later. That seems to be the only like kind of obvious pick for me right now. Um, otherwise, I'm struggling, struggling to really see a you know a, a pretty clear choice like that. John, I'm curious to see if you have any picks, but I've got to say Austin Theory on my end, and otherwise, it'd be kind of um, well, at least a little surprise if if it were anybody else. Yeah, I absolutely think that's true. I mean, it's really hard to sit down and think about exactly what they want to do like what, 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 what like where do they want to go next like what's the next next thing here i i don't know what do you think oh i mean again hopefully it's getting damien priest straightened out of like just whatever this is you know uh, someone uh, nick nesha joked earlier about getting um steven steven, steven chambers of the name getting dr shelby from team hell no you know some like you know some on-screen skits of just getting him out of this because like i guess controlling his inner damien was Really, just really, really dumb. Um, yeah, uh, it's just this like I he was we've talked about before, he was doing so well, he was very much on the fast track to being like a, a potential main eventer. Then they get saddled with this new gimmick kind of out of the blue, and I just it's not working for me. Um, I haven't seen a whole in general, from what I can tell, I haven't seen a lot of positive reactions to it. Um, you know, he does the whole like his eyes bug out thing and he gets all mad, like. Um, and then his promos, he's talking about his inner Damien. Like, 
No, he's he's cool. I like him as like the cool badass guy. It was teaming with Bad Bunny and doing these cool things. Like to me, that's that's a guy that can be your main event star, and especially when you've got you know these top heels, depending on how it all shakes out, like a Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, or uh, even on SmackDown, Roman Reigns. Like they need another like kind of like really promising face, and I think that Priest could be that guy. But this this gimmick is not it, and that's just saying this BS is not working. Um, yeah, I I, I hope. Just better than this as an ultimate end game, but I feel like in the, at least in the short term, yeah, someone like Austin Theory would be my pick. Uh, Gavin Coombs uh, saying maybe we'll see almost, almost kind of maybe getting a chance of the title here. Uh, maybe once it's done with Styles, and that's a nice segue into yes, we finally saw AJ Styles facing almost tonight in a singles match. Obviously, former tag team partners, former tag team champions together. Uh, they split up. They were supposed to have a match last week. Uh, COVID outbreak delayed that, so it was, here we are. We finally got it. Um, and almost decisively squashed AJ Styles, a former WWE champion. So he's a made man, uh, at least in, in the sense that he just beat a guy that is, for my money, a, a top star. Styles got in some offense, but from the get-go, almost overpowered him. And this what this match was pretty, pretty clearly just... Build up almost, make him look impressive, and that's what it did. And that's saying she can't believe AJ lost. Brian's saying that almost winning clean, especially shocked him. John, what do you think about this? What about almost getting the win here? Uh real again, with with no 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 shenanigans, no nothing. Just a nice a clean, decisive win. Uh, I think WWE clearly wants to push Omos. Having him win this match will go a long way. I thought this was a huge, probably his biggest win ever especially as a single superstar. Uh, the match, nothing to write home about. Uh, slower pace than usual. Styles was doing most of the work, making Omos look good, taking bumps, slow to get up. Uh, what I want to know, though, is how this factors into the Royal Rumble and moving forward. Because you know Omos being a big man. We've seen before when people like the Big Show, the Great Collie, Mark Henry getting the Royal Rumble match, and everybody just teams up and gets them out of the way right there. But... Uh, we had the Survivor Series Battle Royal that Omos won. Uh, it was a 25-man Battle right. Royal, and he won. He looked good. But nobody ever really tried to – at one point, they tried to team up, but he pushed them all away. Uh, I'd like to see maybe something similar in the Rumble. I'm not saying I want him to win. I don't want him to win, but I want him to have an impressive performance. AJ Styles, people upset. He's like the golden child. He can never lose. He can never do no wrong. I think it's fine they lost. He's, he has said multiple times he's in that stage of his career where he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, and that's helping putting people over. It's fine. It really is yeah. fine. He'll be fine, say to Styles. Um, my gut reaction was like, oh, it was a little surprising to see him you know, get squashed like that heading into WrestleMania season. You know, that's that can be a little tough kind of to bounce back from, but he is AJ Styles, so he'll be just fine. Um, and no, that that is where he's at about wanting to kind of help the next generation. He's made that very, very clear, and I think that makes perfect sense. So, uh, but yeah, due to pointing out, uh, as someone who's been watching AJ Styles for years, he's never seen uh, Styles get destroyed like that. I would agree. I've been watching Styles since his, his TNA days, so I can't recall anything like this. And that goes to show you that he really wanted to help kind of. Uh, to get almost over like that. So and I think he did. And of course, maybe we'll see something similar. I, I, I actually wouldn't think so. I don't think he's going to lose to almost tonight and then lose to Grace Smaller tomorrow night on NXT. Um, I, damn, they don't have a match, John. I keep thinking they have a match. It's a confrontation. Oh, boy. Well, when they do have a match, I doubt that he'll be losing to almost and Grace Smaller uh, consecutively because 
I mean, there's there's putting people over, and then there's kind of burying yourself like that. So, uh, but you mentioned the Royal Rumble and everything. Um, Edge is always saying almost be the contender to eliminate the most people. I mean, yeah, they looked at that with big guys and almost being just this mountain of a man. Um, absolutely. Uh, and he said, Eddie's saying it'll take at least three to four people to eliminate him. I don't be that guy. But at Survivor Series, it's not like he was in there with Biggie and you know some of the other like top level talent. He was in there with some of the people that were on there just to be on the card. So. I have, I have a feeling we will see some people kind of gang up on him at the Rumble, and he might have a harder time. Really, really dominating. I think we'll have a, a good performance, though. Um, Gabby Coombe saying maybe down the road, if all goes well, maybe seeing almost face Lesnar. Hey, if all goes well, he could face any, any number of top top stars. I think he's got that presence, and he's got that that size going for him. So um, he's definitely now, we, we talked about it, I think, months ago. Like he's now in that in that the, the sink or swim portion of like, all right, Split up, he beat it Styles. Now he's got to kind of we've got to see uh, what he can do uh, on his own, and that will be very, very telling. And in a pretty, I feel like it will be pretty quick. It will kind of tell, like, all right, like, not does he have it, but like, do they have the creative to kind of help him in that sense? So, gonna have to wait and see there. But yes, and that's just saying he will probably, probably at very least, eliminate a lot of people in the Rumble. Most, most, I would, I would assume so. Um, and just kind of look to look at least uh, impressive, even if he doesn't win. Um, so yeah, I thought this was good. Uh, I don't see them doing a rematch. Like there, there was not really anything to kind of to circle back to from this. You know, he, he won fair and square. Nothing related to it. Hopefully, they move on to other things. What that is, I don't know. Uh, we've talked about it for weeks now. Hoping we might see um, Styles and Edge WrestleMania. That still seems to be a compelling option. Um, but gonna wait and say that one. But speaking of which, we do know what Edge will be doing at the Royal Rumble, John. We officially, as we've been widely expecting for several weeks now uh it will indeed be edge and beth phoenix versus the miz and maurice at the the royal pay-per-view beth phoenix returning to the ring for the first time since Royal rumble 2020 so definitely a very a very uh, meaningful match there john what do you think i guess first what do you think about their match at day one leading to this promo tonight and uh the 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 road toward their match at the royal rumble I am very excited for this. I am especially excited that I get to see it in person. But um, just as far as like everything that they did to kind of tease this and then actually finally go up to making it an actual match, I think that this has the potential to be a good mixed tag match. If Maurice and Beth Phoenix, I assume, are going to do some work between now and then to, to, to kind of get that. Uh, what, what the moves they want to do down, the, the spot, stuff like that. Uh, I think this ends up screwy, goofy some way that it'll continue where we'll get Edge and The Miz again in a singles match, probably in Saudi Arabia. I, I doubt WrestleMania, but maybe. Who knows? Uh, but I, I am, and I agree with Steven. He said Beth looks great. She does. Uh she has the look. She got the, the hair going on. The theme. <laughs> yeah. The thing she does doing that again, and I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, she's got this like she's the glamazon, and she's got this like warrior like mohawk going. Uh, definitely, <laughs> looks like look you know like a warrior. So um, you know, it's cool to see her come out tonight. Coming out of day one, you know, to very much set up this again. What people have been hoping for, predicting, expecting, wanting to see. And again, sometimes the the very uh, obvious answer is the is the best one. So the match is official. We can look, we can look forward to it. We've you got a know, couple... you know why she left NXT. You know why. Tell me why, John. For this, of course. Again, of course. 
My question, though, and I got asked this yesterday, is this a one-off or or is this, you know, you mentioned Edge and Miz kind of locking up here, but what about, you know, something else here? You know, what about, you know, DJ himself, DJ even saying maybe we'll see them kind of be, if not full-time, you know, as he's saying, maybe you know, a little more active. Maybe, you know, maybe she'll feud with, I got asked last night, Becky Lynch, maybe, you know, or, or someone else on the Raw roster. Like, I think there are options, but they, I, at this point, there's no way to know. But could you see her kind of maybe... Have, even if it's not again a full time run, maybe locking up, lacing him up again for us mania. Uh, I could see her doing more matches than, than just one. I wouldn't say she'll wrestle as much as Edge, but maybe I mean if this caused her to leave NXT for good. I mean, I I, I could see a scenario in which she would wrestle more regularly. I mean, she's forty one years old. That's not. I mean, that's not terrible. I mean, Oscar's. 40 so i mean why not you've always often see you know people in their early 40s mid 40s late 40s Heck, sting is 62 still wrestling Bobby lashley in. you know like people age is just a number folks Lesner, like, you, you never know right Le- john just said lesnar like you know that that does because the, the the age is there like that's not necessarily saying oh it's like she's not gonna be wrestling again or whatever like she's coming back and if one off I'm sure it'll be great. If there's more to it, I'm, I'm sure it'll be exciting. Gavin saying that uh, Beth versus Akaki, uh Becky would be would be a great storyline there. Um, again, maybe if, if it's not the Royal Rumble, sorry, if it's not WrestleMania, maybe you know if they have like a fast lane kind of thing. Maybe I mean that's an option, especially if they're not really confident in some of the other options. We'll be talking about the women's vision in a minute here. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm glad to have her back. I think she was one of my favorites when I was growing up. Uh, the glam's on here. I've always liked this comparison. Brian Everett comparing her to uh, the, the closest thing to the late China. Loves her new look and presence. I mean, she's a badass. And she looks like one again with that her warrior-like mohawk here. So glad, glad to have her back. You can tell Edge's Edge, iPhone with it as well. Um, I was wondering if we could see him doing double duty in her and Maurice in the Rumble. Maybe, especially if they're shorthanded, which I think is a valid, valid concern at this point due to the pandemic and the releases here. I think that would make sense. Um, but yeah, I, I think this feud will kind of blow off at uh, Adderall Rumble. I would assume Edge and Beth would win. That would be my, my prediction here. More support receiving for the Beth and Becky idea. But overall, you definitely seem, you guys seem happy to have Beth back. Brian's saying she's happy she's back. She's one of the goats in women's wrestling. So yeah, I think this is, uh, yet again, like Lashley and Lesnar, a very good match to have. Uh, on the Rumble card to make it feel like a special show. John will see it in person, so there you go. Um, you know, that'll be fun. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing how the story unfolds from here on out. But uh, speaking of potentially Beth facing Becky Lynch, uh, we did see Becky Lynch tonight. She was ringing in the new year, and uh, Stephen right on time with a comment about Dewdrop. So Dewdrop was one of the prospective challenges for the title tonight. So basically, Becky Lynch, the champion, came out, cut a promo about it's a new year, and she said that she took some time, as we all do with the new year, to reflect about what she's become. And she said that I've become a work of art and, you know, a work of art uh, like makes you react, like makes you feel something. And I just saw that she had a couple of good lines there like that a lot. Um, you know, very good promo from her. And then, of course, Liv Morgan comes out, coming out of day one. Thank you, Lunch Peter. Liv Morgan saying that uh, she was this close, this close to beating Lynch at day one. So give her one more shot because that, that's what everyone wants to see. And everyone knows that Liv Morgan could beat Becky Lynch with one more chance. Thankfully, Bianca Blair comes out and says, no, no, you've had your chance. It's my time. I, t- I took a do a do drop detour 
I thought that was one of the better phrases of the night, saying that's my, like, I did that, it's done, I'm back now, time to be the champion for me. Um, and then Lynch basically said, all right, you two sort it out, let me know, and whatever. And uh, then they attacked Lynch, she attacked them as they were brawling, uh, seemingly for a minute setting up uh, Belair versus Morgan, but then Dewdrop was backstage, and she was upset that uh, Morgan and Belair, quote-unquote, cut her in line, and we're going to get a title shot without her getting a chance. So Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville gave her a chance at least to earn a shot next week. Triple threat match between uh, Dewdrop, Belair, and uh, Liv Morgan. So John, I guess we could go off of here with uh, DJ saying, do we think Dewdrop will win, t- will win that match? You got a title match. Uh, he's saying that they need to continue with Liv. He likes Bianca, but showed he had her time to shine in his opinion. Lots of moving parts here, John. What do you think about uh, at least these three contenders? And we've got another one to talk about as well here. But uh, of, of these three, what do you think here for the women's vision right now? Uh, I have to think and would prefer that Belair wins. Uh, hum, she's been on fire lately. She's been winning a lot. I'm not, I just don't think that we've seen a lot of success from Liv Morgan. I get she's kind of the hot hand right now, but she hasn't really won. Dude Prop has no business even, I don't even know why she's in this match. <laughs> I don't know. She's not no. going to win. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope not. I just, yet again, we've talked about it before. I don't know what the the bigger picture here is. I think there's been some feeling in gen- genuinely that they might circle back to uh, to Bianca and Becky for WrestleMania. So maybe they want to try and save that off a little bit more. Or if... Um, if it's Morgan again, I, I mean, I've, I've made it another secret. I don't think the suit's been working. The, the promo, uh, the content, not, not even Liv's performance, the con- the, pro- the content of our promos hasn't really been working. Haven't really to see that. Steven pointing out the loot doodop complained her way into this match here. Um, I mean, I think if she were booked differently, she facing, uh, her facing Becky could be fun. Uh, I just saying it could be interesting. Never seen, never seen it before. So maybe as a one off, that'd be at least something new. Can't disagree with that. But, um, uh, but again, uh, Brian's saying maybe let's say it was a fun triple. It's a paper fun triple threat. He wants them to change Piper, uh, do drop back to Piper Niven. But Dewdrop has said she trusts to keep her name. She wants to kind of make it her own. So, you know, kudos her for that one. But uh, Gavin Coombs, though, he's like he's on he's he's all all speed ahead on Dewdrop. He's saying a live could live a one triple threat. Dewdrop will perform well, and then she'll win the Roman's Rumble. I mean, anything's possible, but I don't know if I see oh, that boy. necessarily. Um, I guess on either front, I mean, Dewdrop, if, if she suddenly gets a hot streak, could win the Rumble. I mean, anybody can. Um, but I, I I hope it's not with Morgan. I just, this the promos, like tonight, she was saying, like, um, she, was, she had like, a couple lines about Becky's jacket and, like, Ah, just it's not it's not working for me. I'm sorry. Like I want to like it. I want to you know. I'm a fan of Morgan, just not the promos, not the not this storyline, not the way it's been going so far. Um, if Bailey, Nash has mentioned a couple times here. If Bailey does come back on time, I think she'd be a great pick to win the Rumble. Maybe she could feud with Becky Lynch for WrestleMania. I think that'd be great. Um, that's just it's hard to predict in terms of uh, her injury recovery. I haven't heard a whole lot about that uh, specifically. But if if if, Beck, if Bailey's good to go, that'd be great. I'd like to say that a lot. I imagine many others would as well. I'd like an idea as well, if on paper at least. But yeah, I don't know if I see it being Dewdrop or uh, or, or or Morgan right now. Uh, maybe Belair could be that WrestleMania kind of like the contingency plan, or Belair could win face Rumble again. But 
Um, yeah, and Brian and I talked about this a bit yesterday, but I couldn't agree more. He's saying Liv is good, but she's trying too hard uh, to kind of deliver on the promos that WWE's giving her, the, the promos she's just that are being scripted like that. And I, I compare her to Ricochet in that sense that um, there's only so much you can do with the content. And if you're not like a world-class talker, that can be very, very hard to kind of make chicken salad out of, you know. But um, that's hard. That is very, like being a WWE superstar is a very, very hard thing. I think people often take that for granted, like going out there, giving these promos that they, that they give you more than not word for word from what from what we hear. That's very hard. So I, I never try to knock the talent specifically, but it's always me. Me always look at the booking like that. But um, DJ pointed out that Sasha Banks got injured. I re I reported about this, or at least shared the new the news about it during uh, uh, yesterday on Sunday. But Sasha tweeted she was fine. She, she was quote unquote good. So as far as we know, she may have avoided a, a, a big, like maybe it was an injury scare. Uh, I don't think she's like seriously hurt. I haven't heard any other updates beyond that. But since we know more, uh, we'll pass that along. But um, yeah, especially I get well, that leads to my next point. If someone like Sasha Banks got hurt or just in general, they, they've been lacking from some depth, depth. We were just talking about, you know, Liv Morgan, not suddenly working, Dewdrop's not working. But John, we've got... Big silver lining, a big shot in the arm because Alexa Bliss is coming back. We'll see, start to see her journey back to Raw and starting next week. Sounds like it'll be maybe a multi-week process, but just the sheer, um, you know, announcement that she is officially coming back. It'd be so excited. Like, my gosh, she's, she's been missed. This division has really been lacking that, you know, I, I tweeted about the, during the show tonight. Becky Lynch, great. Miles above everyone else. Becky Belair has risen up to that secondary level. I think she's great as well, and she can she can climb even higher. But beyond that, the drop off is very steep, and getting someone like Alexa Bliss back is a very 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 good thing. Um, I'm a big fan of hers. I've missed her a lot. I remember we were doing the Extreme Rules post show, and I was like, "Oh, this is great. She's gonna have this great like character change, and it's gonna be this great whole thing." And then she took time off as, as she had to. Uh, but getting her back, I think a shot in the arm is the best way to phrase it. Uh, Brian Everett saying he's happy she's back. Hopefully the old bliss. I think we're going to see a new bliss. Not not the old bliss of, of Lily and the Fiend. Not the old twisted bliss that we saw before that. Something new entirely. Because this journey back to Raw, it seems to suggest this whole this like journey of transformation. And, and I think there's there have been some reports that she will be... Um, you know, changed in in some sense, just kind of like to get that like to get a repackage uh, in, in some way. But yeah, I, I really, I, I'm very, very happy about this. I hope they don't draw it out too, too much because I, I think she's been missed. I can't wait to see what to do with her. But John, uh, even though we don't know what to think, what, what what to really uh, specifically think about it yet, what do you think about uh, the uh, the looming return of Lex and Bliss? Well, I think that. It's going to be a new character, as you implied. Uh, I don't think she's actually going to be on Raw for a few weeks because they're going to probably do a slow build to kind of bring her back, but not as not as slow as Veer, though. In case you didn't know, folks, although they, they did not remind you tonight, as far as we know, Veer is still coming. So that man's been coming for quite a while. Oh God, John! I I think the, uh, the the raw show you weren't able to make. I was just took a lot of restraint to not just go off about the way the viewer just just keeps coming. He's like, oh, it's so good, it's so good. I, mm, I wish, I wish, I wish we were sponsored by Blue Chew. It's like it's right there. 
Oh my gosh. But bliss being back is a great thing. I'm just, I think, uh, as you said, it'll probably be a couple weeks, maybe after the rumble. Got one comment saying maybe she'll we'll be at the rumble. I mean, let's see right now. It's the, it's January 3rd. So they've got the 10th, 17th and the 24th. And then it's that Saturday. So three, three rolls, um, to, to maybe draw it out like that. And maybe, maybe the, uh, maybe the, maybe the, the raw after the rumble could be a nice time to bring her officially back. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think she's been missed. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe she'll return at the Rumble. I think that would make sense. Now she's pointing that out, like that idea. And maybe, maybe she'll win. I, th- I think that'd be great. I think that'd be a great way to bring her back in a big way. Um, but uh, I'm just, I'm very excited. I, I think that just she's so talented as a performer and a character. Um, and I think that for all overall, we'll be better for it whenever she does return. So looking forward to that. But um you know, again, I, I think that'll be a great way to uh, just inject more talent and into the woman's vision here, more more depth, more star power, all good things. Uh, speaking of all good things here, uh, more depth in, in the tag team vision, or at least if not depth, more more teams being built up. We got the Alpha Academy beating RK Bro here tonight on Raw. This is the first match after the uh, the, the Lesnar segment. Riddle uh, made a pitch to Randy about rapping and making this whole musical duo. He referenced that he has a connection with Slim Shady. Somehow Riddle has these uh, celebrity connections. Randy was not on board, fortunately. Uh, and unfortunately, they cannot ride the wave of uh, Migos' support from day one. They came up short here. Uh, Otis, as Master Gable says, the most dangerous four letters in sports enterta- entertainment, O-T-I-S, pinned Riddle with a the, the world's strongest slam in a non-title match. Um, boy. Uh, but yeah, this was a non-title match. I thought it was good. I had a similar thought here as uh, Stephen Chambers with Alpha Academy Future Tag Team Champions, that especially with as we've been talking about for for months now with the, the looming breakup of RK Bro, I think that would probably make the most sense of anybody other than the Street Profits. Like I think the the Alpha Academy very quickly uh, rise, rising up the ranks here in terms of teams that could uh, convincingly beat uh, RK Bro. But John, what do you think about um, this ongoing rivalry and maybe maybe the idea that it, it could very well be? Uh, Gable and Otis beating uh, Archibro sooner and later. Yeah, I'm not sure if they'll be the ones to win or not, but I certainly think they're in line to to get a, a title match. Gable has proven to be so good on the mic the past couple weeks. Uh, very uh, vast improvement there. Uh, you know, thinking about the potential rematch, maybe at the Royal Rumble, I'm not sure. Uh, I feel like if, if if they do lose the titles, it will be probably because Riddle messed up or something in the match, or it will just flip out, attack him, and that'll be it. What do you think? Yeah, I, I could agree more with what Eddie's saying. They'll, they'll break up. Maybe it's the Royal Rumble. You know, uh, Riddle accidentally eliminates Randy, or maybe it's on purpose. It is every man for himself. Maybe he goes in business for himself like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, if that means maybe maybe that happens first and then they have a tight title match and then that's the, the straw that broke the camel's back, you know, if, if they lose or, or if there's miscommunication, who knows? Uh, I think something like that would make a lot of sense. Uh, but do you just say Alpha Academy, they're going to be the new champions? It's coming, just like Veer. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, maybe, maybe we'll have the Alpha Academy win the belts and Street Profits, you know, next in line after them, kind of go kind of a hot potato kind of thing maybe. I think that would make some sense as well. Uh, or if even if not, it's like a hot potato, more of a you know decent rain, but then give it back to Street Profits. Again, I talked about it last night a little bit. I think the Street Profits, sooner and, sooner and later, they could pretty easily kind of give um, matches forward, like a, at least a, a trial run as a, as a singles guy. I think they could definitely um, can and should do that. 
at some point soon. Cool, kind of, like they did with Kofi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just kind of, the, and they 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 tried it a little bit on SmackDown. They they had him face Roman Reigns at one point, um, but just get to give him maybe some some more of those chances like that. I think that'd be good. Um, talking about maybe some needing some more tag team depth, depth Eddie, uh, Eddie Zahari is saying maybe we could see Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins actually be a, a, an official team. They've been um, kind of working together. They've had they have great chemistry. We've seen that much at least. Um, but maybe we'll see uh, them into the mix. Maybe I mean even even for a while facing RK, RK Bro that could be fun. Uh, we'll talk about Montez Ford more in a minute because they had a match as well here. But um, yeah, my money at this point is probably on I mean, it's coming out tonight on Alpha Academy. I just, or at the very least, as you, as you said, John, they at least have, uh, they should have earned a title match tonight with this one here. Um, so we can't complain with that one, but gotta imagine, yeah, we are we are shortly on the road to seeing uh, RK Real break up. Uh, DJ wondering if we could see Riddle leave Orton and won the Rumble. We've been seeing a lot of people, a lot of predictions that uh, Orton will turn on Riddle, but having Riddle kind of leave um, of his own accord. Maybe I don't necessarily see that happening. I think he's the guy. That, the whole story is, but he wants to be. He so badly wants to be Randy's friend. I don't think he would like willingly leave him. I think it's going to yeah. have to be Randy like breaking his heart, like turning on him, and that's that's going to be this huge WrestleMania story. So that's my prediction. I think that that writes itself. I hope they do that because again, some of the 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 most obvious thing is the best path forward. So I look forward to seeing that. And that's just saying she's very very happy to see to uh, to see Vital tonight. And on uh, on NXT tomorrow night on Tuesday he'll be fa- he'll be facing Imperium alongside MSK in a six man match. So if you're a fan of Riddle, as a national we know, we know you are, and I'm, I'm glad that you you get that excitement. You're like, oh, we gotta get Riddle two nights, sometimes three nights a week. So that's great. Uh, when he was talking about this, like his rap um, hopes and dreams here tonight, um, I, don't know, I, I instantly thought like, oh, this is one of the one of those weeks where Riddle's gonna annoy me, and it was, and it was. I was like, all right. Um, that's it's fine. Some weeks it hits, some weeks it doesn't. And and, and as we said before, you're entirely entitled to have your own opinion about Riddle. If you like him, that's great. Sometimes I sometimes I like him, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and that's fine. That is fine. I'm sure his match tomorrow will be great. It's gonna be Imperium and MSK and Walter, so it'll be fun. I'm sure I'm no doubt about that one. Um Gavin Coombs on the flip side, so maybe we'll see Riddle turn Riddle turn heel. I just have a hard time seeing that. So I just they they they've been really just riding the the wave of like Riddle and then the jokes and the, the the tonight we got the the Eminem references like Gavin saying that all with that in mind that's all be bigger maybe uh, you know maybe but I think really just Randy turning on him, Randy showing his true colors that makes sense so I I hope they do that because like that's that's the kind of story that that's that's just it's hard to screw up it's like they've been building it for so long they pull a trigger I'm sure it'll be great so I hope to see that but. um Otherwise, here um, I'm basically on the on the the the, the home stretch here. Uh, one yeah. thing we were getting asked about uh, again: the first hour oh. of the show, John, featured a tie team match for the the 24. Uh, this one was for the title, the 24 seven championship. It was uh, Reggie and Dana Brooke facing Tamina and Akira Tozawa. Now it may shock you, John, but Tamina and Akira Tozawa could not coexist, uh, as we never ever see on Raw. They never do this at all. Never ever ever. Um, yeah, and Reggie and Dana Brooke won. Reggie got the pin, but he didn't get the title, which seemed a little odd to me. But Steam Chambers is summing it up. Next tag match here. Beyond this, again, this is the first hour. It's just kind of weird. It's like usually they do this kind of stuff in the third hour when they know no one's really watching. Usually, they kind of try and fr- they try to front load the show to keep people watching. 
lately, I guess they've been shorthanded and they've had to kind of lean on that really lean on the depth, the depth, the depth they do have. This was beyond boring. It wasn't entertaining at all. It was pointless. The rules made no sense. Uh, what was the point? I don't get it. I just, I feel bad. Like, I don't want to knock it like ex- extensively. It's like, I didn't enjoy it. As, and then so you, 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 you lean on the, the coexisting stuff. Reggie uh, accidentally kicked Tamina and she hit him. And then Truth got the, uh, sorry, uh, I, want, I want to have Truth back in this, and back in this list. At least that's more entertaining. Uh, Reggie got the pin. All right. That's just saying Reggie should be the champion. I mean, at least Reggie's doing cool flips and stuff. All right. It's cool. Um, Brian Everett saying there's so much wrong with the 24-7 title situation. Yeah. Yeah, I saw one tweet tonight kind of with this match in mind saying, you know, the novelty of the 24-7 title has worn off. You might as well do like a mixed tag title. Even then, I'm like, uh, uh, no, no, like that's, they don't need to do that. Um, someone, one of my colleagues uh, on Twitter tweeted like, oh, like what's the, what is this match? Like, what is it? It's, it's just, it's, it's time killing content and it's finest. It's not wrestling. I guess you call yeah. it sports entertainment. It's just time killing content and it's finest. That's what they do. It's fine. I hope as, as Brian's saying here, I hope, well, the R-Truth will get his baby back at some point. Uh, and that's just again hoping that Reggie gets it back. But again, hard to disagree. Gavin saying just scrap it entirely. Like it's it's not it's not really working anymore. Like it's getting people on TV, and that's good. That's good, right? Right. That's 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 nice. But yes, yeah. You know. Oh, of course. I'm sorry. I for DJ. I forgot about the women's tag title match. I kid you not, John. I went to the bathroom. I I thought they would have more time. I come back. I was not in the bathroom for long, and it was over. I was like, all right, I missed that because, you know, I thought they would get a little more time. No, I missed this. Carmella and Vega won. Um, I saw one fun reaction from, from a wrestling zone, Lavelle Porter. I guess after the match, there was some tension with uh, Rhea and Nikki. And it was the classic, um, the gif of Ralph Simpson from The Simpsons saying, I'm in danger. <laughs> uh, again, Rhea and, and Nikki just are struggling to really have any, any success here. And yeah, uh, that's, that's leading into this comment from Stephen Chambers. Just break them up. Yep. Break them up. They're they're not doing good together. It's overdue. Um, it, with Bliss coming back, I hope maybe we'll get that with this one storyline I've been waiting to see for a while. Her feeding with Alexa Bliss as this like all superhero and Bliss kind of thing. Whatever Bliss being back, uh, coming back, whatever that looks like. I think that'd be something. Um, Brian Everett saying the women's tag division is weak, but Stephen Chambers more so saying RIP the women's tag division uh, overall. Yeah. Yeah, pretty it's, much. It's they don't have the depth, especially with the COVID outbreak or the the, the, the pandemic. I should say at this point, you know, they're really um, they're, they're even more shorthanded. So when you have a division that doesn't have that depth anyway, that is very very challenging um, for for a division that didn't have that depth anyway. So yeah, this was even that one just I mean, I even get to see it with more just like knowing that the, the match was so short and they don't have any other teams to really step up and challenge them. Yeah, that's that's not a good look. Uh, Stephen Chambers saying the champions at this point, other other than or I should say, especially if uh, Ripley and Vega, sorry, Ripley and uh, Nikki break up, champions would really be the only team. So, yeah, you know, I'm not trying to say, oh, just just get rid of the titles. I, I know we said that about the 247 one, I'm, and I'm not trying to say that for this one as well. But they really need to kind of uh, to restock some of the depth and. 
that that leads into discussions about the brand split and XE call-ups and a number of other things. I don't even know what the best solution is at this point. They they should they need to do something. Um, because right now it's not working, but uh, Brian, Brian, Brian's saying, yeah, they, do, they should do call from XT. Uh, we'll, we'll wait the show and then ask one of the more um, unexpected things come out of day one here uh, about uh, the, about a certain entrance, uh, a certain entrant in the Rumble match. But John, overall here, with one last comment from Gavin saying, uh, Rhea could look good at the Rumble, maybe we'll make the, the, the final four, uh, maybe she'll win it and you know break off as a single star again here as we saw last year. Um, but Maybe that'd be that'd be good so funny for her. But John coming out of day one with Brock Lesnar with some you know some good matches here tonight with a great main event overall here first for all of the new year twenty twenty two. What do you think of show tonight one to ten? I'm gonna go with a seven point four. Uh, I thought it was above average. Good matches created, stories developed for the upcoming pay per view. I'm excited to see where it goes. You know, you say it's 7.4, and my gut reaction was like, what? That's too high. But then I'm like, no, you know, they had Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman had a very good promo, great main event. They set up Lashley Lesnar and officially delivered on that. Um, Ziggler, Ziggler Priest was good, and uh, I, I thought Alpha Academy Archibald was good as well. Plenty of stuff to enjoy. Something's not so much. Uh, for me, Bliss, just the, the mere announcement that Bliss will be coming back, you know, probably probably going to prop up my number a little bit. You know, I, I'll go for a seven point five, a very generous seven point five. Start off the new year, uh, maybe maybe that's more indicative of my hope for the future, um, despite my my best, um, uh, I guess, cynicism in some ways. Uh, Nash is saying giving a seven point five as well. Uh, Stephen a little lower with six point five. Brian Everett with a six point nine, saying he loved the fatal four way in the main event. Uh, Gavin was six point eight overall solid. Laura, Laura Rocket Laura with a with a six point two. DJ way up with a nine point two, saying actually enjoyed it for once. Made it was at least thirty minutes, and they bowed all the way to the concourse. We even talked about that. Yes, they bowed all the way up to the concourse. It was a very very fun event. Didn't want to skip skate over that too much. Very very solid. It actually got time, and contrary to the usual pattern, they had the entrances and maybe have like one or two video packages or whatever. But by and large, the match actually got time. And um, this coming out of day one where the main event got like, I think, less than nine minutes, which is crazy. They actually gave us some time. So I thought that was very, very good. Uh, Nando giving the giving a 6.7 devil uh, duck. Then <laughs> 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 saying Brock saved it. Uh, Kevin Taylor with a, an 8.5 as well. Um, not a bad show by any means. You know, this is probably as best you could even hope for at this point. Um, again, with the the unexpected pivot to Brock winning the title and and uh, riding forward with that, we do. Brock said he'll be on SmackDown on Friday, so looking forward to seeing that as well. Um, Street Profits had a good match with um, face John. Street Profits faced um, oh the communities in Apollo Cruz. <laughs> it all works together. It was a good match. Montez Ford did a great frog splash. Always a highlight of the show. That's why I gave it a 7.5. You know, that man is just an absolute amazing athlete. Hope for big things for him. Heading into 2022 here. But yeah, good, good, good show. Now here we are pressing forward onto NXT New Year's Evil. Uh, we gave some of our predictions last week. But John, uh, we're getting asked for any any last-minute predictions from Stephen Chambers for New Year's Evil. Again, got to imagine, Braun Breaker, it's his match to lose at this point. Otherwise, um My uh, all, of, heart. all of the females will keep the titles they have now, and I think Roderick Strong will probably lose. Oh, for sure, for sure. Roderick Strong, I love, love, love him. Yeah, I don't think he's winning that match. I think that one is definitely going to be for uh Kamaro Hayes, you know, to really establish him. I 
I want to see Imperium win to get the, to get them established, but I feel like it's going to be MSK and Riddle. Um, but I think it'll be a good match either way. I think it'll be a good show, just like Halloween Havoc. It'll be a good show. And one thing we, that we didn't really touch on. Yes, uh, one thing I never, you know, it was, it was not on my bingo card for the wrestling world in 2022. Johnny Knoxville of Jackass fame will be in the Royal Rumble, the prestigious, the legendary Royal Rumble match later this month for WWE, uh, chasing a title shot. So supposedly for WrestleMania, John, what, what, what do you make of this? Johnny Knoxville? No, it's not unprecedented, but it is pretty darn weird. I am not amused by it. The last like 15 seconds, it's a waste of a spot. I don't understand the point. I get they're promoting a movie that's coming out a month from today on February 4th, but I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like they, it at all. They could have. They, he was already backstage. Like I think it was a SmackDown. They could have easily had him like be a to throw, call back to like the, the the guest host Eric had him like you know have a segment or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a little silly. But again, if they're even, especially if they're shorthanded, it's fine. It, it, uh, like in a way, well, as you just said, it'll be 15 seconds, so it's fine. You know, um, whatever. You know, uh, Stephen saying he'll be number one and almost be number two, and almost will just like or he'll eliminate himself. DJ with a similar comment as well. Um, Gavin saying he's going he'll... to be number 30. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my <laughs> gosh! Uh, Gavin saying maybe he'll actually take some bumps, so he'll be on for a couple minutes. Maybe, yeah, I don't think it'll last too, too long. I think it's just going to kind of be for laughs, and that's fine. Uh, but for NXT, DJ predicting it will be uh, Corey Jade's night. Well, she'll win the title. I don't think, not, I don't think, not quite yet. She had a great breakout moment at uh, at War Games. I think we'll have to wait a little bit longer for for her potential crowning moment there. Um, and yeah, Brian Everett definitely. I got to feel like it's going to be a Breaker. Could Chompa get called up? Maybe, but at the very least, I think Breaker winning is pretty much a lock at this point. Same with Carl Hayes. I think it'll be a good show, even with me, myself being a pretty outspoken critic of NXT 2.0. I, you know, I think it'll be a good show. So I, 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 I'm actually looking forward to it for some of these matches here. Um, I, think, I think it'll be good. You know, these these special events are fun, so I'm looking forward to it. We'll be here to talk about it. Otherwise, we've got a great stream of interviews constantly coming to you guys on all of our platforms. As I said earlier, you know where to find us. Talk about Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. Leave a like and subscribe. We've got this show for Raw, NXT show, NXT podcast, me and John on Tuesdays. Um, schedule permitting, Robert and I talk about SmackDown on Fridays. Otherwise, the two Dynamite dudes on the Rampage, Marcus and Dominic, cover all things AEW. And we've got a great stream of interviews constantly coming at you guys. Bill Pritchard recently interviewed Mickey James and Moose, the Impact World Champion. Uh, I recently interviewed the Internet Champion himself, Matt Cardona. Make sure to check that one out. That should be up this week as well. Uh, all these things and more always available. But uh, with, that, with that in mind, yet again, the now that are once again back in the, in the way of saying our disclaimer, the world is a terrifying place. You know, we try and escape through wrestling. Sometimes you can't really do that. We try and just we try just to, to relish the wrestling and enjoy it for for what it is to make the most of it and and come on the show. So with that in mind, especially, I want to take a moment to, to genuinely thank you all for your support. Wouldn't be here without you all uh, listening to us for over an hour, ramble and rant about this wild, wacky world of wrestling here. Uh, so that being with that being said, seriously, please stay safe, make good choices. Scary times, but yes. Regardless of it all, regardless of what's going on and in the real world out there, we're here talking about the the very niche world of wrestling. Because John, I wrestling would do one thing above all others, and can you tell me what that is? Enjoy wrestling. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody.